We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, how are you? Welcome in Sports Radio WEEI. It's Christian Arcan. It's Megan Adelidi. It's Arcan and Mego for now. As you know, we'll be uh, adding Adam Jones to the show in about two weeks. Very excited about that. Um, how was your long weekend there, Megan? <laughs> it was eventful. Was it? It was fun. Why'd it you laugh? Good. Why'd you laugh when I asked you that? Um, because I told you about how my weekend went, and you were pretty much like, "I don't know if we should talk about that on air." I didn't say that. You're like, "Well, you asked a couple specifics <laughs> before I <laughs> before I said, well, I don't really care. I think it's fine to talk about. I mean, I, think- I used to be a reporter. I used to report on news like this. Whatever it's you not have like it's to- like private information. No, no, no. I didn't. I, I did. That was an open ended question. You can say as much or as little as you want. to I'll say. say this much, and we'll get into all the football. I stand corrected. I thought that this was going to be a bad weekend of wild card mm. games. It was awesome. Like, pretty much almost every single game was exciting in one way or another, or at least interesting. Uh, <laughs> what happened over my weekend, um, one evening, I live in the city. Yes. And uh, someone got shot <laughs> outside, right by, right outside by your apartment. my house. Okay. Uh, I heard the gunshots. There were about eight of them. First of all, they live... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's Everybody, good. it wasn't even, and I asked you about you were it. laughing pretty hard right there. It wasn't even life-threatening injuries. Okay. According to the reports I read. Flesh wound. I don't know how that happens. You get shot eight times. Maybe it was like 50 cent outside my apartment or something. The guy got shot eight times? Uh, the person did, yes. The person did. My, the person My did. word. At Shoot least. Shoot him eight times in the foot? I was insane. Yeah, I don't know if this was like a spider situation with Goodfellas and there was a drink order that went wrong. Now crawl and give me the drink now. So, yeah, and it was around the time that I take my dog out, which is kind of nerve wracking. Mm -hmm. And um, then my dog, (laughs) my dumbass dog (laughs) slipped. Wait, were you outside when it happened? Right after. Okay. I didn't realize because uh, I heard the gunshots. So you heard the gunshots and said, let's go lie. investigate. This is going to sound like I live in a really bad area and McGruff I do McGruff the crime dog. <laughs> I thought someone was banging on the liquor store door on the street. Like, yeah. it sounds like I live in the wire right Some now. Some people like I to don't. do just go bang on the door. I thought somebody was mad that the liquor store was closed. So uh-huh. they were banging on, you know, they pulled down the uh, metal sheet in front of the right. storefronts when you live in a really good neighborhood. Right, right, right. <laughs> and somebody... I thought somebody was hitting the metal sheet thing. Tell you know me what you've I'm never about? heard a gunshot without telling <laughs> me you've never heard a gunshot. Well, I've heard a shot. I thought shot someone gunshot. was banging on the door. I thought I was there like, was a gunshot, but that was also me at the liquor store too. I yeah. thought somebody was banging on the door of the liquor store. Yeah. So I went outside, and then the cops are rolling up, and I'm like, oh well, now I kind of want to like see what's happening, because uh, that's where my brain goes. So me and my dog are hanging out there, and they're rolling out the you know yellow caution tape, and, right? Making a crime scene out of it. Um, and my dog slipped her collar, which she's never done before. Yeah, but you know what? Huskies do that. That's <laughs> why Huskies aren't great dogs to have because they get out of their collar and just start running all over the place. So my dog ran through yeah. the crime scene and the cops. 
I just want to remind everyone's okay. Like everyone right. in the crime. But is now okay. they'll never catch the shooter because you uh, tainted crime scene. I don't know. So I'm like chasing my dog. The cops were just obviously preoccupied with the real crime. Right. And they're like, yeah, your dog went that way. And I ended up chasing my dog around my neighborhood for the next 45 minutes. And Did it your dog sucked. catch the shooter? No, no. not yet. <laughs> Sounds like she was close. Sounds so like she picked up the event, scent. That was my eventful weekend. I could just see the guy sitting in the crime lab. Uh, this is the, this is it. This is the evidence that will crack the case. I believe the person was shot by. Is this dog hair? <laughs> did, did a dog shoot the? We f- put an APB out for all gray-haired dogs immediately. I believe the shooter pooped in the woods. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> okay, the the Twitch chat is asking why went outside when there were gunshots. I thought someone was banging on the door of the liquor store. Because some people go to the I'm, danger and some run from I'm it. I'm an and- idiot. <laughs> like I don't know what to tell you. I'm so stupid. And I, now I know what they sound like. I, I, that anyway, person really again, wants to get into the liquor store. I feel yeah. like I need to reiterate that everybody was okay. I followed up w- reading the news reports, and I was very interested in the story after I caught my dog because uh, she ran into someone else's house. I was going to say, how long did it take you to find? For about 45 minutes. Jeez. 45 minutes to find the dog? It was so annoying. She thought it was the best game ever. And this is a, like right next to an active crime scene. <laughs> and finally, and I, loud noises too. Like that's, that's all the things dogs love. I grabbed her after she ran into someone else's house. Mm-hmm. She followed. She followed a woman and her kids into someone else's house. I grabbed her, and I was walking her up this back up the street. And the cops were like, "Hey, fun chase there, huh?" <laughs> And I was like, yeah, this, I know, I understand your job is so much more important, mm-hmm. but this was like, you know, I did just run for 45 minutes. You should have been like, I got the perp. Well, how about Officer, you guys? I don't appreciate yeah. it. This is a matter of life and death. Okay. Thank you. Thanks for mocking me. <laughs> I Ooh, caught who I was chasing. Up. What about you guys? Wait, okay. Was that a gunshot? <laughs> no. Oh. That's somebody knocking on the door. That's what it. That's what it sounded. I oh, swear to Lord. God, I still think it sounds like. So wait, that. how far? Like as the crow flies, how far away was it from like your front door? I can't say. Okay, I really can't. All right, but um, it was close. It was close enough that you could hear it. Yeah. And that walking the dog, it didn't take long to get there. And I walked around like, duh, duh. like I guess <laughs> the liquor store is closed. Uh, I guess the guy banging on the door in the liquor store is not there anymore. They must have let him in. <laughs> that guy uh, hey, what's really all wanted the a six pack. <laughs> I, I don't understand. I don't know, man. Like, the suburbs freak me out, but I got to say, I was a lot more rattled by my dog slipping her collar than Mm -hmm. anything else that happened. I was a city person. I grew up in the city. I live in the suburbs now. Did you ever hear that noise in the North End? uh, I heard noises in the North End, sure. I don't know if in the suburbs now, I've never heard anyone banging on the door of the liquor store (laughs) and or shooting or whatever. It's just not not in in my neck of the woods these days, uh, unfortunately. But that's exciting. That's more exciting than my weekend. I I do want to call out one more person on the Twitch chat Mm because they said I'm a bad owner of my dog. Like, I don't know what you're supposed to do if your dog slips out. She's wearing two collars and one of them is metal. It's like a special security collar that I put on her and she slipped out of it. Are you going to have to get one of those like pit bull collars that like dig into them? You know what I'm talking about? First of all, she already had that. She has that? Yeah. And Uh, she slipped it. She got out of that? So I went yesterday. I thought the whole point of those is you can't slip it. They like dig into you. Yeah. And so I went to the pet (laughs) store and I was like, my idiot dog slipped this collar. So they gave me one that's even more intense. Like now she looks like Hannibal Lecter. Like she's walking around the neighborhood. Like she looks like she's like, she looks like she's been banging on the doors of some liquor stores. We'll Mm, say that. That's too bad. (laughs) 
It's jarring. I probably shouldn't have talked about this on the radio because I haven't talked to like a ton of people in my personal life about it. And they're going to be upset by this. But I I can't I can't come on here and lie. So you guys know this about me now. That's good. Um, and I'm glad that your dog is, uh, you know, the type of dog. Like my dog is going to walk that out tries now. to solve crimes, my you know? People like, are going to be like, Omar's coming. <laughs> it's going to be like a wire when I walk my dog down All the, the drug dealers now. run away. Like, all the like, kids, all the kids are going to yell at each other, Killy's coming. <laughs> she's, um, got, she's got this, I'm sorry, the metal thing around her neck uh-huh. is like three inches deep. <laughs> it is so large. It looks like a bear trap on her. Damn. Yeah. Maybe get the smaller one so that she can't get out of it. <laughs> no, that's what she had before. That's what you have to have? Yeah. Right. That my brother had as a German Are you going to have to go shepherd. like full body harness maybe? Full body harness. Yeah, full body that's, harness. That's what I think what the next step is. The next step, step that's tough. But that's the, tough. you know when the dog's in the harness, and again, this is a, I just had to get into this. I had to get it off my chest. Uh, when the dog's in the harness, doesn't it make them look kind of like a kitty cat, if you know what I mean? Um, like yes. a harness dog. <laughs> yeah, a harness dog is like such a Gen Z dog. Not tough. Like not. You yeah, know, can't like handle the har- yourself, exactly. Like, harness. The, like they can't be in a collar. Right. Like mm, your dog's in a harness. But it's mm. mostly it's- your dog can't be in a collar. Like right. it looks like the dog is in the harness so that you can pick up the dog more easily and carry it around and then pull it put it in a stroller. <laughs> and so right now we've got a bear trap around my dog. And- New suggestion. Let's yeah. put not Killington in a stroller. Now. I no. like that. <laughs> that. Now that you know uh, what my neighborhood, yeah, I don't think it's going to fly. No, probably it's not. going to get a lot of Some respect aggressive that door knockers. That is, uh, that is an exciting week. My weekend just consisted of sitting around watching football basically the entire time. <laughs> and uh, That's my what I was trying to do. heart was broken last night. No, no one, no shot, nothing around me. Uh, just sitting there watching Tom Brady's career. Probably, I don't know, that looked, that seemed to me... Like the uh, like the type of game that you end a career on, because the way oh, he walked man. off the field, the way he was uh, sort of talking to the Tampa Bay media, um, all of that. I don't know. There's a lot of opportunities for him, and uh, it was sad. It was sad watching him go out like that. I was I was bummed out watching Brady last night. Do you still have that level of? I guess because I'm not from here, so I grew up, you know, with a different uh, relationship to Tom Brady than mm-hmm. people here. You still have that investment in him? Definitely. Like, now that he's been with Tampa so many years? 100%. Hasn't a, been little, that long. a little piece of you doesn't feel like, oh, at least he's not going deep into the playoffs without us? Um, no. There's not even just a little, like, 5% of you that watches him get his, you know, passes batted down. He throws to Cameron Brait and can in quadruple And I'm like happy coverage. about it. I'm happy that that. And you're no, like, I'm not. He doesn't have it anymore. He should have never left. Well, I didn't think that. Uh, I didn't want him to leave, and I don't think he wanted to leave either. I think he got pushed out the door, and uh, you know he clearly proved that it was the wrong move there in the last two years, and even this year. I mean, listen, even this year with that piddling performance in the postseason, still a little bit better than Bill and the Patriots. You know what I mean? Like, oh, absolutely. Every step of the way, every step since he's left, he's bested the Patriots at every turn, and since I know the Patriots aren't really going anywhere, at least not this year. I was sort of hoping, well, no, yeah, they're done. it'd be good to see uh, Tom Brady. I thought that they could beat Dallas, too. I thought Dallas was a fraudulent team, and I still sort Wait, of think you thought Tampa, Tampa could beat Dallas? Absolutely, I did. I thought How I much of Dallas have you watched? Because I'm going to call that out as this crappy-ass new really? AFC East bias that looks at NFC teams and, like... I'm surprised that you have this perspective because of your age. I think Dallas is not that good. I think Dallas is sort of a soft team. I think everybody in the AFC looks at the NFC and thinks that they can just like, I'm I'm, I'm trying not to be gross, but just like (laughs) they can blow their nose with them. And they act like football didn't exist before 2001. 
And it's so annoying to me. Like, I understand that some of these franchises have been totally irrelevant, but the way that people, we're going down a little bit of a tangent, but the way that people will talk about Dak Prescott but not talk about Jalen Hurts is so irritating to me. Jalen Hurts is in the NFC, too. That's what I mean, though. Like, they'll barely give respect to Dak after several years. And I say this as somebody who grew up in around Washington as a Washington fan. Like, you got to watch it last night and respect it and not just be like, wow, you know, the Tampa Bay is just a total doormat of a team that they let them run over. I mean, it looked like that at times with the defense. That's exactly like, what it looked okay, like the whole game. And Tampa Cow- Bay was 9-8 and eight this year, you whatever act, they were. You act like the Cowboys are just a dumpster fire. Um, they're not a dumpster fire. I do think they're fraudulent, and they're clearly not a Why dumpster they fire. Fraudulent? They smoked the Buccaneers just based on the way they sort of looked this year at times. I thought that they were going to be a, a, a real sort of bar setter in the, uh, in the NFC and the Eagles really, I think, took that over, and I think the Cowboys kind of kind of shrinked away from it. And, you know, they, they got a good matchup in that first round. Well, and I think they were Tampa playing the backup right for, the for, for, like, a third of the season. I know. So, I, know. I don't, I mean, you know, like, I think that that would throw a p- p- pretty big wrench into anybody's plans and the fact that they're here and look like this now, aren't they peaking exactly when you want them to? You, but- you think Dallas is going to the Super Bowl? Could be. I don't know. And I hate to say it. I hate <laughs> Come to say on. it. Dallas, I feel like, is a uh, historic, and, you know, since Troy Aikman left, just uh, historically a disappointing team. And I feel like Dak Prescott and the rest of these guys are kind of the same. But they were good enough to beat Tom Brady. Tom Brady uh, done. And not only is he done now, but I believe, and maybe this uh, was earlier than this with uh, with Carr and the, and the Raiders and everything, but I would say now, with uh, Brady officially being done and the way he talked to those Tampa Bay people, that the quarterback carousel... I don't know if it's starting to move yet, but the music's starting, right? You know that music that you hear when you're on the carousel? I think that's starting to play, right? We'll see if the uh, if the horses start going yet or not. And we'll start talking about some of these teams here that have uh, QB openings, quarterbacks that are going to be out there looking around to move, and uh, where are they going to go? Also, if you look online at a couple of sports books, there is a team out there with the odds-on favorite to land Lamar Jackson, and it's the Patriots. We'll get to all of that right after trending. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Sports Radio WEI. It's Christian Arcan, Megan Adelini. The soon-to-be uh, Jones and Mego show. With me, Arcan. That'll be starting in uh, just about a couple of weeks. In the meantime, we'll get to your phone calls here in just a minute. 617-779-7937. There's your phone number. So, Megan, you didn't have much of a reaction to Tom Brady walking off the field and not, you know, sort of saying goodbye to the media, all that. It didn't It didn't do anything. It didn't mean anything to you. Of course I want to see him keep playing. Like, I love covering him. 
and I love watching him play. I didn't love watching him play last night, and I, it's one game, right? Like, he hasn't had an outstanding year. He can still ball out. He can still play. I don't doubt that. I don't think this is the last that we'll see of him. Okay. Do you feel differently? Um, It points during the walk. He stopped and kissed his mom and dad, you know, and they were right there outside the thing. Like, why were they right there? Why were they standing right there at the mouth of that little ramp that they walk out before they go into the locker room? Like, why was that all sort of set up that Probably way? Did he always lost. do that? I know. I guess maybe that's it. But I don't know. Just something about it. There seemed like there was, uh, and this year with him, it seemed like it was different from the other years in Tampa Bay. It seemed like there was a little bit. Well, he was going through personal crisis. Absolutely. And Love maybe that. that's something that's going to uh, cloud his next decision or cloud what he does next. And when I say cloud, I don't mean that. He didn't already have an idea of what he wanted to do. He probably has a, the whole thing plotted out somewhere. But that that year, that could be the type of year and that kind of playoff loss. I mean, they got no chance in that game. Was not competitive. It really wasn't. I mean, they had no uh, chance at all. Even even with that poor kicker, that Dallas kicker missing every single Wait, extra point. No, no, <laughs> Still had no oh chance in that game. I know. I'm like, <laughs> I almost was like, is there, come on. Is he, does he have money on this? Who'd you feel worse for, Tom Brady or that Mar, the kicker? The kicker, (laughs) kicker. come on. 100% the kicker. He had a good year, too, that guy. Knowing Brady's personality and his history and everything going on that went on in his personal life over the last, you have to assume, like last year, I can't see why he would want to go out that way at all. Like, I think the biggest question, and it was probably already a question anyway, is whether he'll return with Tampa for next year. But he always said he wanted to play till 45. He's 45 now. I feel like after this past season, he knows that he can still play physically. He has the mental aptitude and everything to still play. It's just a matter of, does he want to go back to Tampa? Uh, Is it a situation because of shared custody? Uh, Would he go to the Raiders? I saw a lot of people photoshopping him in a Raiders uniform. Mm -hmm. And to me, like, I'm not sure that that makes that much more sense than him Coming back to New England, which well, I don't think like is going to happen, happen at all. Last year, though, right? it sounded but like everything was, was in different. place. I think that was when uh, his family, for the most part, besides his one son, uh, were all living in the same location. Right. And especially now with the split custody during the season and, and off season, obviously. Like, does he want to go out and be on a completely different opposite coast to his family? No, like, probably but not. It's not like Florida's really close to his family either. Like, you know, like the well, kids are in New York. They're, and... they're, well, one kid is in New York. Right. And that was sort of the problem, right? As well, I don't want to well, be so he far was, away. He but... didn't want to leave the East Coast. Yeah, I guess. But if it's, you know, a two and a half hour flight to Florida or a three and a half hour flight or four and a half, whatever it is to Vegas. Dude, I that's mean, like a six hour flight. A six hour flight to Vegas? Yeah. From the East Coast. Is it? Yeah. Look okay. it up. All right. And maybe, that, especially, maybe I'm off about Well, look, that. it depends whether you got the tailwinds with you yeah, or right. against you. You yeah. know, that's always... Tailwinds or the headwinds. But big, it's, uh, it's not an easy Big trip. factor. Sure. You can't say like, oh, it's like being between Virginia and Florida. Right. But know? it's also like, not like he's really close to the to New York. You know what I mean? He's like, close to two of his kids right now. Sure. And, and I think that's especially the ages that they're at. He feels like. That's right. But that's the other thing is they're teenagers. You know, like they're not. It's not like they're little kids. I thought this was a weird thing that he brought up last time he retired and unretired. He's like, well, you know, it's with the kids and everything. It's like, yeah, your kids are 
Your kids are teenagers. Like, do teenagers want to hang out with their dad all that much? And also, you have a very long off season. I think he just says the stuff about the kids uh, when he's in between sort of uh, fighting for leverage with a new with a new team or something like that. I guess I'm less cynical, but I'm not a parent like you, and it yeah. sounds like you want to escape your son. So I don't that want to escape my son. It's fine. I'm just saying there's a difference between, like, a baby and a a high school kid, you know, uh, like, not a big difference. Got to spend time with my kid. <laughs> like, okay, Tom, like, I guess, like, I, I see what you mean. I'm not saying there's any problem with that. I just feel like he brings it up sort of when it's convenient for him. That you, being you said, say he talks about it strategically. Yes, exactly. And I think that, uh, out of all the teams out of, uh, Tampa Bay, Vegas, any team you can think of the one that's the most likely, uh, to, to really make a full court Wait, press. Let's say it on the same time. Count of three. One, two, three. Miami. Dolphins. Yep. That's what I think. Okay. And I'm it's good. It's because of Steve Mind mouth right there. Yeah. We've barely done this show together, just I know. the two of us. And look at that. We're right there. It's incredible. Um, the Dolphins, I think, have the have the best match in terms of an owner that will do whatever he uh, can do to bring in his Michigan guy. Just and that's, that's what he cares about, Whether and that's what he'll do. By the rules or not by the rules. Exactly. He'll do whatever it takes. He'll have a secret meeting on the yacht. He'll, ha- he'll do- go out into international waters and make sure no one's around like they'll... Hey, Brian Flores, we're going to have lobster <laughs> on the deck. Oh, hey, isn't that Tom Brady over there? What a coincidence. I can't believe it. Isn't that wild? That's a thing that actually happened. Oh, yeah. But going back to playing this out... So what do they do, uh, and, and this, I don't mean to sound callous, but this is the way that they're thinking behind closed doors. What do they do with Tua? Like, is that a situation then? Because you don't want to make it look like then you're throwing Tua out on the scrap heap after, like, because he's damaged goods or whatever after having three concussions. And the second one is almost certainly, like, blood on your hands uh-huh. because you played him fewer than five days after the first concussion. So... You certainly have a hand in that. And the third one, you know, and I'm not a medical professional, so I'm not going to say whether the first two contributed to that one. But is he good? Does he go to backup for Brady then? Like, do you, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, no, I know what you mean. What's the situation? You like, oh, you're a free agent now, Tua. And he's like, thanks. Greer and McDaniels. It's kind of like dropping your dog off in the park <laughs> and never coming back. Kind of. Uh, Chris Greer is their GM, was very open about it. He was very forceful about it. He said, Tua's our starting quarterback. And I don't know how he can say it any more clear than we've been throughout the season. We anticipate him working and talking with the doctors and consultants and everyone we've dealt with. We fully expect him back next year. 100% ready to go. It's like, that's really optimistic of you, Chris Greer, and it's great that you believe in your doctors and you believe in Tua and that, you know, you're so gung-ho about all this. But realistically, number one, I think that that's kind of, maybe callous is the right word there, but yeah, we're fi- We're all full steam ahead. We anticipate him talking to the doctors, and we expect him back next year 100% ready to go. That's a That's a bold expectation to have. For a guy who went through as much as he went through this year in such a short period of time, it was only a couple of months in between all three of those concussions that he suffered. And they were serious ones. They were like Mark Savard, uh, my career may never be the same concussions. My Not, you my know. life may never be the same if yeah. it keeps going this way. And that's sort of what McDay is just trying to get through the day. Remember we said that? He's like, he's just worried about today. And then, you know, now all of a sudden, 100% ready to go next year. Uh, even if you think that's true, you have to have a backup plan. Even if that's true, you have to have a backup plan okay, that's better Brady, than Skylar Thompson. Brady's not a backup plan. That's Brady sort of is point. plan A. And, and it, it's just, it puts you in a weird situation on many levels, and it makes the most sense for Brady. And if you can get 46-year-old Brady and he can play at the level that you had him this season, mm-hmm. if not a little bit better, and because maybe there's not as much off 
fueled drama going on, and that's just human nature. You know, I'm not like holding that against him or anything. But then you got Tyree Kill and Waddle. You know, right? Then you make a run. And you're in a division where you have to contend with the Bills, but I think they've proven that they can do that even with Skylar Thompson. You also have a head coach that that really felt like he was pushing all his chips to the center of the table when it came to the, uh, and I don't mean it the way it sounds, but the rehab process of Tua Tungavailoa basically trying to get Tua's head in a place where he believes in himself and basically building an entire team around it. And then Mike McDaniel has to sit down with, with ownership and go, listen, uh, it's really nice that you, you want to do right by Tua, but we're thinking of bringing in Tom Brady. Does he just go, okay, sure, no problem, nice knowing you, Tua, or does he also become the latest Miami Dolphins head coach to get thrown to the curb because they don't want to get in line, like Brian Flores, with what ownership is trying to do for the Dolphins? I think he's different than Flores that way. I feel like Mike McDaniel would not be somebody who, I, I think he would play nice with ownership. Oh, you think he'd go along with it? Yeah. I think he'd go along with it. I think he'd sort of do what he's told. Be a little fraudulent then. Yeah, maybe. But he also what didn't handle the whole thing that great to begin with. Like I didn't think that his whole thing with Tua was all that uh, admirable to begin with. And again, he's a he's a rookie head coach. You can see he learned a lot. Uh, he learned about how not to uh, vape on the sideline and get yeah. caught in the 4K there by everybody. I did. You know what? You know what's interesting about that? I tweeted this. If he really vaped on the sideline with all the people that were at the game and everybody who had a camera pointed at that sideline. Someone would have saw him blow the smoke out, right? Did he swallow it? Well, or he did the old concert. <laughs> Don't isolate that. Like <laughs> the old concert trick where you blow it into your shirt, you know, so the security doesn't see, which I've never done before. But like, you know, other, yeah, I don't other, know what you're talking other about. people may have. And uh, he could have done that, I guess. But he had fist up to the lips. Okay. And then clearly a motion that either he's putting on lipstick or he was hitting his vape pen. Maybe his hands were cold. Um, he was wearing gloves. He was wearing. It looked like he was Your wearing rubber can, gloves. He'd still be cold in gloves. I suppose they could. I suppose they could. Can you do? I mean, wait. I, I can't. I can't even talk about this because I'm such a nerd when it comes to mm-hmm. smoking stuff. Just because it's never been like part of my life. Okay. Because you can't vape tobacco anymore, right? At least in Massachusetts, you can't vape the flavored tobacco anymore. Uh, I don't know. I don't think they sell it anymore. They, they like canceled. They just banned the flavors, the jewel it's, pods and stuff, I right? So believe you, it's just like I don't know, regular. Or but you can, so you can delicious vanilla. I don't know, just I like some type flavor. of regular like flavor. Like they're not. You like you, just you can't can, have a flavor. You can vape it. the equivalent of like a Marlboro, right? Yes, it can't be okay. like menthol. So he's not necessarily. Okay. I mean, if he was vaping on the sidelines. This is not informed whatsoever. I know, I don't feel like I should have to say that. But he's vaping. He's not vaping tobacco, right? Um, I I would say, I don't know. Is he the like game calming was in, his nerves? The game was in New York. <laughs> maybe, as, maybe CBD. As a former cigarette smoker, I would just, I look at all those vape people and just be like, you guys look like you're so stupid. Walking down the street and all of a sudden this big gaseous cloud just emerges from the top of your head. I think y'all look dumb. You hit the USB drive is right. what it looks like. Well, so, but the tobacco vapes, those ones like with the big clouds that you're talking it's about. It's odorless. I can do it inside. There's no way he could have done that on the sideline and no one noticed that. Like, if he's but big dragon clouds on the sideline, like, someone's <laughs> just very, it, very you know? slowly exhaling. I mean, it's Buffalo, after all. <laughs> I don't why know not if just, like, freezing. toss a pouch in instead? Like, I'd have more respect if he just ripped a cigarette on the... I mean, can they not smoke cigarettes on the sidelines? <laughs> no, you can't smoke a cigarette <laughs> no, on the sidelines of an NFL I think, game? I think coaches should be allowed to smoke cigarettes on Jim the sidelines. Jim Leland That's in absurd. the dugout. Right. Uh, Len Dawson, that was the last ridiculous. one. Completely ridiculous. High-pressure situations here. Um, 617-779-7937. There's your phone number. Uh, one other thing. 
as we as it pertains, I would say, to the uh, quarterback carousel, which I believe is already starting here, or at the very least, the music. You know, starting. this is going to piss me off. Is it? You know it is. Okay. Okay, go ahead. Don't Start take it up, it up with me. Take it up with the wise Start guys. It up. According to sportsbetting.ag, if the Ravens decide to move on from Lamar Jackson, the Patriots would be the betting favorites to land him. Jackson, who declined to attend, and I'm reading from uh, Boston.com, who declined to attend Baltimore's first-round playoff match. I'll put that music back on. I liked it. Uh, with uh, Cincinnati Sunday night. Thank you. As he continues to recover from a PCL sprain, could become a free agent at the end of the year if he does not come to an agreement with the team and Baltimore does not franchise tag him. Why would this upset you? Why would this make you mad? That Everything the about this upsets me. Are the me. betting favorite to land a guy it's, who may be a free based, agent? Based on what? Like, Based what on is, their what is need the inf- for a quarterback. What is the info that they have? Because the other the other favorites in there are, are Atlanta and the Jets. Mm-hmm. And all you have to do is look at what Lamar Jackson is going to cost. So Spot Track right now has his market value. Six years, $244,488,332. Average salary of $40.7 million. Are you kidding me? It's a lot of money. What, when have you ever, ever thought that the last, like, the last free agent that they picked up was Cam Newton, and it was the last one that he signed was like a million dollar contract, free agent quarterback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And how'd that That's go? I mean, how'd exactly. That go? Right. One so point. maybe you should try something else. Maybe. And it's, also, it's just so absurd. If it's Matt not- Jones has a good season or a couple good seasons, and he asks for an extension, it's going to be something like this. So if anyone's out there like, well, you know, you, you're sticking with Mac Jones, it can't be Lamar Jackson. You can't give him that kind of money. That's the kind of money Mac's going to want, and any quarterback who's worth it is going to want. And I hate to say it, uh, Lamar Jackson, even with all the injuries, is worth it, and I take him over Mac. I would. I don't think that there's. I wouldn't even really hesitate that much. Um, I'd pay the money for it. I would I would get that guy in here, and I think that that immediately makes you a team that could get at least this far, you know, as far as the division round. And I know Jackson gets hurt a lot, and he was hurt this year. Um, but I still would do that. I still would absolutely do that. Well, here's the other X factor that I wonder if it sways you with Jackson one way or another. Uh, I love Lamar, and, yeah, he's a better quarterback than Mac. Absolutely. He's a former MVP, mm-hmm. and he still has a ton of amazing football ahead of him, probably his best football ahead of him. Only the type 20- of player that's a you know MVP type of candidate. Thanks, Bill. Only twenty six years old, but did you think it was weird that he wasn't at the playoff game? A little bit, yeah. I thought it was pretty odd. I think and that means he's I gone. He's yeah, not coming I, back. I, yeah. You have to imagine that things in Baltimore have deteriorated so much between him and coaching ownership, whatever it is. I'm not super clued in on everything down there. I haven't been following it so closely. Now mm-hmm. you're the betting favorite based on nothing, based on people looking at who needs a quarterback and probably low-performing offenses and where he could be. It says and, in this article that a large that have, bet from a Jermaine in East Boston is what swayed oh, the books a little bit. Yeah, okay. so I know that may have something to do with it. This yeah. is people looking at this and saying the Patriots have a ton of have top three cap space and did not have a good season with their quarterback. Like, that doesn't mean that this is happening, and it's so annoying to me that people treat it like it's such a strong reality. Well, no, it doesn't mean that it's happening. It means that Vegas thinks that they okay. can get some action by putting the Patriots at the top there, and it also means the Patriots are in a position where they're considered a favorite for a guy like Jackson. That's all it means. Like, the Jets Not are another to- one. Fa- Falcons, Raiders, the Bucks, the Commanders, the Titans. These are all apparently teams with quarterback ra- apparently voids. Apparently the Raiders are signing, like, every free agent quarterback. Every so single one I don't of them. Know. I don't, but... <laughs> Um, to go back to him not being at the game, especially since uh, Huntley 
is like his best friend, yeah. apparently. They were talking about it on the broadcast, that those two are inseparable. They're texting nonstop when they're not together. It's not like a competitive vibe between them. Uh, and I think if you watched the end of the game, you can understand I, why. I think I why. <laughs> but isn't that, that, that's just, that, that part is really strange to me. Like if that's your best friend on the whole team and he's starting in the postseason because you're injured and you're sending out tweets about your injury and then, you know, coaching and ownership is coming out saying we don't really know what that's all about. It's just, it's a super strange way to go out there in a way where even starting last summer it was kind of bizarre yeah and they have i mean they've dinked around with him a little bit i don't uh i don't 100 percent blame him but yeah well that's it's sort Bill of Belichick that's the type said, of move you make when you're when you're over it right you know? i but he said you know he's he's an interesting guy yeah it's good it's good great visit spent a lot of time with him um yeah, really interesting guy <laughs> Very good. Glad to hear it. Uh, here's your quarterbacks who are going to be moving around. Potentially, maybe not all of them. Some probably get uh, re-signed to the teams that they're on. Uh, but Tom Brady, Lamar Jackson, Geno, Danny Dimes. He's technically a free agent, although I don't think the Giants are letting him go anywhere. Uh, Derek Carr, Jimmy Garoppolo, Dalton, Mayfield, uh, your guy in Washington, Heineke, uh, White, Heineke, Dar- Heineke excuse on, me, White, up. Darnold, and uh, Brissett. That's the uh, that's the quarterback carousel. Pretty good one. And that's just the guys who are free agents. Who knows who gets traded are you being or uh, anything else there. What do you mean? Pretty good one? I do think it is. Brady, Jackson, those two okay, studs those right two. at the top there. Uh, Geno Smith had a monster year. Danny's having a good year, even you, though I did say that he sucked uh, in, yeah. last week. But he's doing all right and now. Jimmy the, Garoppolo and Carr? He's not free agent. Uh, yeah, probably not. So forget him. But Brady, Jackson, Gino, Carr, and, not and Garoppolo? Good. I don't believe in Gino. I'm sorry. I love the story, but I don't believe in him. Well, he's having a terrific season. Would you rather have Gino Smith here or Mac Jones? Um, I don't know if Mac Jones could do what oh, Smith did okay, in Seattle. See, buddy, Honestly, I don't. You, you talk about him like he's some powerhouse free agent coming out. And then you're like, oh, I don't know if I'd like him over Mac Jones. No, I'm saying I don't know if Mac could do what uh, Gino did. Yeah, so they're and on the same level. And that's what I had level. to pause like and think about. The only thing is Gino's so much older, so that's the that's one thing you take into consideration there. And it is sort of a one-off year for him. You're right about that. I don't know. I'd have to think about that one. But a lot of these other guys, I certainly would. Uh, 617-779-7937. There's your phone number. Quick break. When we come back, I'm going to break another chair in here because that's just <laughs> how I do, I guess, now. And uh, also, we will uh, talk about a uh, sad reality of last night's game, the uh, Dallas Cowboys They won the game. It was fine, but their kicker was just abysmal. And there was a firing in the NFL today on a uh, AFC coaching staff. We'll get to all of that next. Sports Radio WEEI. It's Christian Arkin, Megan Adelini, Arkin, and Mego here, taking you up until 6 o'clock. We'll be joined by the Razor in about an hour. In the meantime, let's take a call or two. Let's go to to my good buddy Steve in Fall River, who uh, has some thoughts on playoff teams and the Patriots. Go ahead, Steve. I am vehemently against uh, Lamar Jackson. Uh, he's got as many playoff wins, Christian, as Brock Purdy. One. He's one in three. He has two problems. Three problems. He's brittle. When the games are big, a.k.a. the playoffs, and it's good teams, and you have to throw and you have to get in against the, the, guy, the four guys that are now in the, in the playoffs still, when you're going to have to go up against them, he's not going to get you there. You don't need to spend $230 million because – uh, the Haslam's gave it to uh, this guy in Cleveland, and for some unknown reason, uh, uh, Arizona gave it to that yo-yo. Now, I thought the Ravens were smarter than this. 
they should have went Seattle and sent this guy packing when he they gave him a great offer, by the way. I'm even surprised they gave it to him. They should have seen what I saw. Take the draft picks, start all over again. You got a good team there. And you could have taken a boatload of draft picks like Seattle. Now you got the guy thinking everybody's gonna be jumping on his bandwagon. I don't know if they are or they aren't, but if I was running the show, I wouldn't be doing it. All right, Steve, thanks for the call. I it, I kind of agree with you. I like Jackson, but I do think that Baltimore screwed this up because they did have a chance. If they wanted to trade him, they could have, and they would have gotten a huge haul for him, and uh, that was a missed opportunity. If they were going to just, you know, dink around like they're doing right now, uh, then I think, yeah, that would have been uh, that would have certainly been the, the way to go and the way to uh, separate and everything, and you take all the hate from it from all the, you know, fans who love Jackson and everything, but then you have a big... Uh, war chest full of draft picks you can work with, and that's a good thing to have. So, yeah, they, they could have handled it differently. I understand that. But in terms of that other stuff, yeah, it's like I think that Jackson isn't uh, on the same level right now as Patrick Mahomes by any means. No one's no one's mistaking that, and he does get hurt a lot. But when he's right, it's hard to it's hard to compete with him. Like when he's right, he is he's about as good as there is. And uh, you have a much better chance of getting there. Maybe he hasn't taken that team there yet, but you bring him in here. I think that makes your team automatically at least a division round team. At, yeah. at least again, like, yeah. I agree. Lamar Jackson is a better quarterback than Mac Jones. I'm not having that debate here. I don't think it's fair to compare him to Kyler Murray. I mean, one guy's like a total jack wagon and mm-hmm. got his coach blown out of town, and the other one is. I think did the bet on himself model and it didn't work because he got hurt and now the Ravens are in a conundrum with him. Yeah. So, you know, I I don't know. I just I go back to I don't think he's a fit here. Um and it's really not the to me in terms of all the needs in this Patriots offense. I don't think that that's like the dire need. You know, if you had a car and you had like seven different lights on your dashboard mm-hmm. of what you needed to get fixed or the diagnostic machine that they run on your car when you take it in because the one little light is on your dashboard. That's kind of what you're looking at with this Patriots offense. And it's kind of like, you know, well, you need all these other things for your car to run properly and safely. Right. And then we can worry about, you know, replacing the panel on the side that's just a different color <laughs> from the rest of your car or whatever. Yeah, I sort of agree with that. And I also think that if you bring Lamar Jackson in here, you don't just bring him in here. You and, have to rehaul, overhaul the whole offensive line almost completely. To be clear, I'm not like a car expert. I know that the <laughs> dashboard doesn't light up when you have paint difference. I'm no, just, I know you, you know. But I'm saying it's not it's not the immediate need. Right. It's not the immediate need. That's true. There's other more uh, important And you can argue needs. with me on that. Just to make it a, a, a competent offense. But if you want to take it to the next level, I think a guy like Jackson is one of the only ones out there that will do that right away. You know, Geno Smith and Tom Brady and those guys, like, I, I think they would all be fine. I'd be okay with the Patriots making a move on one of them, obviously. But I think Jackson's the one that sort of stands out from that crowd. Well, if you took Lamar Jackson, like, okay. Let's just play in fantasy world. Patriots go, they sign Lamar Jackson, they plug him in right now. As far as your check engine light, your tires, what what's the first move you have to make in order for Lamar Jackson to succeed in this offense, considering they basically custom-built an offense to suit his skill set? Offense coordinator. 
I'd say that's the first one. Still I'd say a couple of tackles. You need two tackles. I'm, I'm with you. Least. I'm thinking yeah. you got to figure out your tackle situation. Or he's going to get he's going to get crushed. I mean, you want him to stay healthy, right? Like you can't. He's not staying healthy if you if you trot that same offensive line out there and uh, say good luck, Lamar, and uh, and hope that Hunter Henry and John Smith can this block on the edge. Fast, Pa. I don't I, think I that's going to work. Keep up with him. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. Let's try Joe and Melrose. Hey, Joe. Hey guys, how you doing? What's up? All right, um, I'm all about Lamar Jackson, but I was the game I was thinking about. If the Patriots can get him, that's great. But you got to remember, Buffalo, can, I mean, uh, Baltimore can still franchise him, so you have to trade sure. draft picks as well. But the other thing, uh, the game that interested me over the weekend was the Jacksonville game um, with Trevor Lawrence. And the thing, lesson for Mac Jones, because what I was worried about with Mac Jones coming out of Alabama, he had a great offensive line, great receivers. He's not throwing into tight windows. He's not throwing under pressure a lot. And the other thing that um, we learned this year is he's not behind a lot of Alabama, so he's not under pressure. So, like, these mental meltdowns on the sidelines are killing us. And, like, that what, the way Trevor Lawrence came back in the second half, Mac Jones doesn't have that happen because, he, you know, he just throws it. He can't emo- emotionally control himself. Um, thanks for the call, Joe. And I would say this, uh, Trevor Lawrence, uh, Patrick Mahomes, these guys that are in the, the Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, like those four, they may be the four AFC Horsing playoff. Cre- like that may be it for like a while. You know, I was sort of thinking that the other day. Trevor Lawrence, I don't know if the Jaguars are always going to be good enough to they're nine and eight this year or whatever they were, and they needed a big comeback just to get this far. But like, if it's not him, sub him out with Herbert. You know, I feel like there's four AFC quarterbacks right there, five even, if you throw it, you know, Lawrence Herbert, uh, switch them in and out. It's going to be tough to crack that. It's going to be tough for the Patriots, whoever they have, to crack into that. Um, but it's not because Trevor Lawrence, sorry, I don't think it's because Trevor Lawrence is mentally tougher than Mac Jones. I think he's just because better Trevor than Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence just looks like he's, you know, carved out of marble <laughs> and then slings it. Yeah, and it, yeah, he he had an amazing comeback. Like, he's I'm better. He was the number. Right. He was a blue chip prospect. Incredible, yeah. incredible quarterback. And I still, I guess, I'm of the mind that I still think that Mac Jones can be a really good quarterback and can take you deep into the playoffs if in the right system. And you can easily get that here. Like you really can. Yeah, you can get the right offensive coordinator. You can build around him. You can have success with him. I'm not of the mind that you have to have one of the top four quarterbacks in the entire league to get there. I, now, are you going to get there every year? Probably not. No, probably but it, not. But it'll, it'll be tough to get it, to crack that uh, that group. I, I think. also yeah, feel I that, that. <laughs> when we talk, the further I get away from the ending of the Patriots season, the more it feels like things got really bad behind closed doors with this team. Like with, I, I, uh, yeah. I think the relationships were really frayed behind closed doors with this team, with Mac and some of the situations and the circumstances that as after the injury that he suffered uh, with the high ankle sprain and then as the season went on, him kind of looking around after every game and going, we're not making any progress. This isn't getting any better. Mm -hmm. And at some point you lose your patience. And that sounds like an apologist for me, like on Mac's side, but that's truly how I feel. The further we get away from it, the more I'm like, I can't believe we had to sit through this crap all season. I'm not really aware about specifically what you're talking about. Oh, we know what you're talking about there, unfortunately. Um, The Chargers made a move. They fired offensive coordinator Joe. Lombardi and the quarterbacks coach and everyone's saying well that's good even though really what you think is why didn't they fire their head coach <laughs> Brandon Staley they didn't fire Brandon Staley can I just say something yes just while we're on this I agree they should have fired Brandon Staley but isn't this the same sort of conversation that the Patriots should be having 
honestly, isn't it technically the same sort of thing? Mm. It's all about, hey, fire the offensive coordinator. Hey, move on from Matt Patricia and Joe Judge. And if that happens, fine. But you move on from them, just like the Chargers moving on from these uh, from these people. I sort of feel like is the exact same thing. the The offensive coordinator was a problem this year. Sure, who put him there? Who hired him? Who uh, uh, co signed for it and thought it was a good idea? That was Next all question. Bill. It was all you, Bill. I mean, I'm sorry if Brandon Staley deserves to be fired for what happened to the Chargers and not the offensive coordinators getting reassigned or whatever. Then I don't know how you don't apply that same thing to the because Patriots. Because when did Brandon Staley earn the benefit of the doubt? Can, ah, you, can you stop I can't breaking the chair. the chair over there? My God. It's, I'm not talking about the benefit of the doubt. I'm talking about this season. Well, that's what we're talking about, giving the coach the benefit of the doubt. Okay. Because of who he is. And if you give him the benefit of the doubt just because of who he is and not because of what just he's doing or the way things are going here, yeah. then you just do that forever and you never fire no, him and you never hold forever. him accountable for anything. Not forever. 617-779-7937 is the phone number. We'll take a quick break. When we come back on the other side, uh, we got uh, some Ger- some hot Gerard Mayo takes as he's canceled a bunch of interviews. Is this the new Josh McDaniels? We'll get to that next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 